Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode 102 of the VC Podcast. I'm your host for today, Zach. I'm joined in the studio by Jonas and Crystal. Uh, welcome. Uh, I'm trying to think of a good question. How are you all today? You doing all right? Doing really well. Good. Doing great. Good. Have we ever Not had this bad. combo before, the three of us? I don't know. It's always fun to hear. Let's find know. out real quick. That's a fun use of our podcast time. Wait, can you do that? We can, yeah, yeah. Do you have like a spreadsheet, like well, a database? No, so if you go to, you interestingly, search. if you go to our media page, which I'm doing right now, I'm talking, I'm stalling, and you go to the podcast module, if you will, yeah, it's taking a minute, taking a minute. This is the longest intro we've do done, I need for to, sure. Do I need to buffer for you? I don't know. I'm really struggling This podcast here. is right. brought to you by. <laughs> so you go to the media archive of the podcast. That's not it. That's a different one. I was on the sermons. I was on the sermons. Wait, where's the podcast? Oh, dear. Remember what we were talking about right before this about making the best use of your time, Crystal? Yeah, this is not the best. Okay, so you can go, and once you start seeing lists of people under the speaker tab, Mm -hmm. like you can choose what like to sort by speaker, so you can pick like, oh, I want to see if Jonas ever preached on this or something like that. You can actually look, and it'll show batches of people. So let's see. Hmm. It would start with your name, Crystal. This is the longest. We might have to cut part of this out. <laughs> Crystal, Jonas. We have. Yep, we've done it. Mm. Episode it? 79, Animus, episode 65, where oh. just three of us. I wonder all how right. those went. Probably awesome. Probably better than this intro. All right, <laughs> listeners, this is your uh, lengthy midweek checkpoint for Valley Creek. Uh, and uh, we're just glad to have you with us. Hopefully you're doing well out there, whether you're, hey, maybe you're doing that first mow of the, the season, right? People are starting to mow their grass. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like a... Stirring up the pollen. It's like a, like a who's going to break the seal in our neighborhood? Who's going to do it first? Because mine is like, it's that weird growth where it's, it's not all growing, but you've got these random patches that are like eight inches tall. Mm. I'm just like, I'm not doing it yet. I'm not doing it. Because once you start, you can't stop. In my, yeah, my first home uh, that I rented with a roommate, uh, we got very close to having the city put a, a notice on our door that we needed to mow. <laughs> They'll do wow. it if you wait long enough. Anyway, listeners, hope you're doing well. This is Midweek Checkpoint. We'll jump right in. We'll talk about last Sunday, next Sunday, some announcements, a discussion question at the end. It's going to be a good time. Let's get started. All right. Last week, or rather this week, the start of this week, uh, our sermons were called The Denier, talking about Peter. So in the listening and discussion guide, we'll talk about discussion question number two. And that is this. What can we learn from Peter when our faith is tested? And second question, what can we learn when we fall short of faithfulness? Those are kind of like a any thoughts? two-parter question there. I have some thoughts, but I don't want to step on anybody. <laughs> Go I mean, for it. Or... I think this is the obvious, like Peter is just a great example of how not to... You know, how not to claim your actual faith, because I feel like he knew who Jesus was and definitely did follow him until it came down to, do you know this guy? And he was like, whoa, no, three Mm -hmm. times he said, anyway, so it's just kind of like, he's just an example to me is like, when our faith is tested, that's like the exact opposite of what we should do. Instead Mm -hmm. of saying, no, I don't know Jesus at all, we should double down and be like, yes, I know that dude. Mm-hmm. It's so. Here's what Peter writes in his letter, First Peter, um, chapter one, verse six. I think this is interesting when you know Peter's backstory, and for him to write uh, this, he says, "In this you rejoice, though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials, 
so that the tested genuineness of your faith, more precious than gold that perishes though it is tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. I think that's just kind of what you see in in Peter. Uh, yeah, his his faith was tested, uh, and and it and it faltered, right? But in the long run, when it all was said and done, um, you know, his his faith remained. He he came out when all the dust settled. Uh, he knew what he believed, and he was so convinced that it hmm. changed the course of his life. So I think also with that too is what I was reminded of in preparing is like you got to be really careful about pronouncing a judgment on someone's life based on a moment too. Right. I mean, I think we're all guilty of looking at this moment of a person's life or this, even the season of a person's life and saying like, I mean, there's no hope there lost cause. And, and I think Peter reveals that, uh, you know, j- just because our faith may falter or, um, you know, be tested at times, it, that doesn't mean that it's completely failed. So I don't know if that makes any sense at all. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> if so he, true. If he was to only be known as the guy who denied Jesus, then it's like maybe his letter shouldn't be in the Bible. You know, like it's <laughs> like it goes that deep, but uh, he had redemption, you know, just like we can have. Yeah, I love yeah. that the Bible just doesn't pull any punches too like we still know peter's story it's not just like yeah like the world we live in where it's like let's just pretty it up let's ignore the part where he denied jesus let's ignore the part where you know he got out of the boat and walked on the water but he doubted so he started to sink like no the bible just throws it all out there and so i think that's I love Peter's story, man. He, Wait, was he the one who cut off the guard's ear? He was. That was mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's the cr- Peter. That's actually that's terrible. That's kind Intense. of blasphemous to say. I was going to say that's the craziest part of that story. It's really not, uh, but it's a part we don't really talk about a lot. The fact yeah. that he just cut this dude's ear off. Anyway, yeah, I, I was, was reading something. <laughs> I was reading something about it. This is getting off topic now, but it's like if Peter's first reaction in that moment was to cut a dude's ear off, like that's not the first time Peter's. <laughs> that's not the, you know, like he must have been in some scraps before. He's been thinking about it. Yeah. He's like, all right, next time, go for the evil. <laughs> I always wondered, and again, side tangent here. I've always been curious, just as a side note, because a lot of times that that part of the story is so close to the actual crucifixion and and like the big truth of salvation, all that stuff that we're like. Okay, yeah, and so they, they got in a little spat there. Jesus healed the guy's ear. I always wonder what it looked like oh. when Jesus healed the guy's ear. Was it like a flash of light, or was it just like, and this ear was back to normal? I, I've always wondered that. <laughs> Talk to the kids downstairs about it. They have their theories. Yeah? Yes. Okay. Do you think it was like a new baby ear where it was like growing in? I don't know. You just don't know. They don't say. <laughs> yep. Oh, anyway. Lots of theories. <laughs> Crystal, I don't, I don't know that you've gotten your chance to throw in no, some, you're fine. some thoughts on this. You've what done a thoughts? great job with that. Not on the ear, on the, on well, the question. No, you've done it well, well, well done. Okay. Good job. Okay, fair enough. Um, I agree with all that was said. It also sticks out to me how Peter was so, he was so um, passionate about his faith and bold, but he was also so prideful. Hmm. And in that moment of his testing, right before. You know, you see the pride in him. No, I would never do that. I love you so much. And then 
when it happens, he was blinded by his pride leading up to that moment. Mm, He wasn't spending that time asking for strength. He was spending time saying, no, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it. That's not me. And I think I connect to that because sometimes I'm blinded by my own pride. And it's just so important to remember that you never know when you're going to be tested. Yes, he was warned. But even in that, he didn't take time to humble himself and ask for that strength. So, absolutely, that's my lesson. Yeah, man, that's, that was a that was a perfect example of like the three of us came up with completely different takes on it, but very good all around. All right, this week we are looking at a sermon, rather three separate sermons called the Sentencer. All right, so take some guesses mm-hmm. on what we're looking at there. Luke chapter twenty three verses one through five, and then verses thirteen through twenty five. That is your focused passage this week. Go ahead and spend some time there. See what you can uh, see what you can infer from the what's going on, and uh, we'll we'll see you at nine o'clock and ten thirty at Springfield Road, ten thirty at South Wilson, live streamed as always at vcbc.org. We'll see you Sunday. All right, let's talk about a few announcements. Crystal, we got some opportunities to help out to be a team here. Tell us about those. Yes. So for the Easter egg hunts that are coming up. Um, we're going the route of hiding empty eggs, and then there will be egg swap stations at both locations where people can go and swap their empty eggs for candy bags. I mean... This is well thought out. Jesus was not in the tomb. Candy is not in the egg. The one time... Because I will, I refuse to make people fill eggs. The one time I can remember <laughs> actually my mother getting genuinely angry at someone in public was... We did one of those egg hunts where yeah. you had to have like the special golden egg and mm, you could win a yep. bike or something. And yeah, my brother I don't have had those it. Either. And then someone else took it. Oh man. Yeah. So this is seem... a better this is a better egg hunts this is a better are method. And also then you don't have to be so you can only find ten eggs because it really doesn't matter how many you find, you're still gonna Ooh, get the same yeah. amount of candy. Um, and you also have allergy options for those people that need that. So, Why did you look at me when you said that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that she did. I don't know. <laughs> Just a natural reflex. But anyway, I am needing help filling those bags. So we need to fill lots of bags of candy. It's going to be super simple. There are two opportunities to do that. One at South Wilson, actually tonight, from 6 to 7, or maybe not 7, depending on how fast and efficient yeah. we are. And then another on Monday night, April 11th, from 6 to 7. So yep. anyone's welcome, kids. Teens, grown-ups. Let's do it. Whoever. We'll knock it out. Like you said, if they were after 10 minutes, if we have 100 yeah. people, you know. Yeah, if we're efficient. So, uh, yep, that's going on. Also, uh, we'll make this a quick announcement segment this time around. I feel like sometimes we really bombard our listeners with like, hey, here's like three or four announcements. But there is a website page full of uh, our announcements as well as a full schedule for Holy Week, starting with Palm Sunday going all the way up through Easter Sunday. Um, and even the, what I think the dodgeball tournament is that following Friday. So, so much stuff going on and, uh, you can check out vcbc.org. There's an announcements page. There's featured announcements on the homepage. It's all there people. All right, let's jump to, uh, America's favorite segment. What is the most interesting thing that happened to you this week? Mm, rewording. Mm. Okay. So I have, uh, my book story. Should I tell that one about yeah. getting the anonymous books? Yeah. Okay. Because that was probably the most interesting. Um, so last, it's it probably about last Tuesday, last Wednesday, my wife calls me and she's like, hey, did you order books? And I said, I wish, but no. 
And uh, she's like, well, you got a box of books here. Uh, they got your name on them, but they don't look like stuff you would read. Like, okay. Uh, so she FaceTimes me and she starts showing me these books. And there's like two books on the causes of depression and anxiety. There's um, one on the the coddling of the American mind. And there's like these just, they might be interesting, but they're not books that I would like go out of my way to order and read, you know. And so I'm like, why in the, why in the world? And it wasn't that they were mis, like misdelivered. They had my name, my address. I'm like, what is going on? So I come back to the office and I'm asking Holly, I'm like, did, did you give my address away to somebody? Like someone has sent me books and I don't know who it is. And I'm immediately thinking like, maybe this just means I'm insecure, but I'm like, someone trying to passive aggressively send me a message like I'm... I'm anxious and depressed, and I don't know how to raise my children. Um, so I'm trying to figure out who sent me these. And then, so later that night, I'm I, talking to my mom on the phone. I'm like, "Hey, did you uh, did you send me any books by any chance?" She's like, "Yeah." Why? <laughs> Why would you send me those books? Um, and I come to find out, it was just one of the. Uh, Preachers, pastors I like to listen to had referenced those books, but I spent at least half the day last Tuesday or Wednesday trying to figure out who anonymously sent me these books and what are they trying to tell me. (laughs) I'm worried now, though, Jonas, that people might know that you have this, and so they'll start sending you books, which I guess that's not a bad thing. That's not a bad... Listen. (laughs) All right, never mind. Listen, on the 100... that would be so terrible. Yeah, the 100th podcast, I said I would like to have 100 books. Well, yep. I've, I just added five last week, so <laughs> 95 to go. Yeah, but if you really want Jonas's attention, that's where we're finding out anonymous books. Anonymous books. Um, I guess the most interesting thing for me last week was I recorded uh, a guest, <clears throat> excuse me, a guest segment for uh, my other podcast, Elizabeth Town, and uh, I don't want to necessarily say who it was because I want that it's not released yet, but. Uh, <laughs> It was uh, it was two representatives from a group, and I thought it was going to be kind of quick, and I thought I kind of had them figured out uh, ahead of schedule, and I really didn't. And we ended up talking about what they do and even kind of getting into to topics of faith, uh, which was super cool, for like two straight hours. <laughs> so that was, a, that was a fun one. So are you going to make that one podcast? I believe it'll be two separate okay. episodes. So usually Elizabethtown comes out every other Wednesday. So I think for that one, it'll just be like, well, you get one this week, and then next week we'll give you a bonus episode for the final hour. Okay. It's a good one. It's it's definitely a good one, but maybe not for everybody. But that was definitely the most interesting thing this week. That is Can't wait to listen. It's very interesting. Now that it's not did anything, I can't just say no. Uh, yeah, that's the you you and then Andrew is the yeah. biggest culprit of this. You would say did anything interesting? He'd just say no, no. and then that was yeah, because nothing interesting happens to us. Um, <laughs> uh, this podcast is brought to you by. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess um, I bought a pair of shoes last week, and right. they didn't fit. Oh, well, that's... 
it's disappointing, <laughs> but also interesting. I got them at five below for five dollars, and I didn't feel like trying them on. They looked right, and they weren't. Mm. So is five below the? I gave the them premise away. Behind that, that everything is five dollars or less. Most things are five or less. How's that with inflation? Have they changed the name to seven or less? <laughs> they have not. They still have shoes for five dollars. Okay. So yeah, maybe that was the most interesting. Because somebody, I think it was Holly, came in one day and was like, "You know, the Dollar Tree is now the Dollar Twenty Five Tree." In case that is anyone true. was wondering, that has happened. I just wanted to know if they still sell steak there. Sometimes what? you could score some steaks at, Where? at Dollar Tree. I'd be scared. Steaks. Steaks. Yeah. Like. Yeah, like. Like meat. Like, yeah, red, like red raw meat. Raw red meat, yes. Regular steaks or steakums? At the Dollar like, Tree? At the Dollar Tree. Was it this like... Is, this is... Hold on a second. This needs to be a conversation. <laughs> have you ever had steak from the Dollar Tree? I have not, but I've heard oh. of people buying steak at Dollar what Tree. What in the world? Was it an actual steak or was it a steakum? That's a great question. Like a box I, of this is, I've only heard it from two people, but they didn't clarify. Hold on, let's look. Steak. I'm, I'm Googling right now. Steak from... Dollar tree. Second what? option. <laughs> yeah, they have dollar steaks. They look like real steaks. Wow. Ribeye? Yeah. I, wow. I cannot fathom eating a steak from the Dollar Tree. I usually buy hula hoops and pool noodles there. And look, I don't want to give off the impression I'm above that. I'll eat, you know, whatever. I'm just like, mm-hmm. I have never in my life heard of nor seen steaks from... Yeah. Are you talking about Dollar General or Dollar Tree? Dollar Tree. What in the world? Uh, Boneless ribeyes. Yeah. Crazy. Anyway, the more you know. This is shocking. Crazy world we live in, everybody. What a world. What a world. (laughs) All right. Let's move on to our closing question. I'm genuinely flabbergasted. Which is this. Have you ever had a steak from Dollar Tree? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, All right. Here it is. Uh, I saw this on some random questions website because it's been 102 episodes and uh, as we talked about all through last week, apparently there's like every fourth episode I'll go, all right, where would you like to go on vacation? <laughs> so I do I do acknowledge we've asked that question a lot. But here's one that I thought was interesting. What do you think is the most photographed subject in your camera roll? My dog. <laughs> easy all. answer. Ellie hmm. Mae. Uh, the easy answer is my children. But I, I'll, that's like everyone with children would probably say that. Yeah. So. Uh, I saw this last night and was actually went scanning through my camera roll to look. And I think it's uh, the subjects are wide ranging, but the purpose of the picture uh, is the same. And what I mean by that is I've taken a lot of pictures or screenshots of things that I want to save and or remember, like gift ideas or things I'd like to build Recipes? No. I do recipes. (laughs) (laughs) But it's the same concept. Like most, if it's either a picture of my kid or it's a picture of something that I need to remember for future use Hmm. is almost entirely what my phone is. Because I just don't like snap a lot of pictures just for... Just for giggles and kicks. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm not the guy that's going to take a picture of a sunset and Mm -hmm. put it on... Instagram. So, yeah. My my camera roll is either my children or it's used for very practical purposes. What about you, Zach? I'm looking through right now. Honestly, this sounds terrible and narcissistic, but I have a lot of selfies on my in my camera roll. <laughs> but they're not 
like let's go through the last few, okay? So this one is of great them, for for uh, yeah, let's go, audio. Let's content. go through Zach's selfies, <laughs> just to explain briefly. The first one on here is a promotional photo for a podcast, so it's not a, necessarily a selfie, but I, it, I took the photo of all of us in a group. Mm-hmm. The other one is a documentation of my run from last week. It was my second day of the week for Couch to 5K, so I'd take a photo at the end just to kind of document. So I don't know that I'm taking like these vanity selfies where I'm like, ooh, I look good. Let's make sure I get one for the gram. It's more like just I was there and what else am I going to photograph? You know, like my mm. shoe, you know, I went for a run. Here's a picture of my shoe. I don't know. But I also have many photos of my dogs and uh, I don't like to take a lot of candid photos of my wife just because I feel like it's kind of like. Like, if I'm always photographing her, like, that would kind of get on our nerves, I think. But mm-hmm. definitely a lot of couples photos. Yeah, that's in there. See, I'm, I don't even have couples photos. It um, makes like, me a Probably the answer is spouse. that <laughs> I am the most photographed subject. <laughs> but I also keep a lot of, like, random church graphics or oh, yeah. photos of my mm-hmm. band that I need to post. Things that I have to post, really. Yeah. Interesting. Very good. For, so, social... Yeah. Uh, content social content there you go that's the word i was looking for well good job all right that was well, a good that's question that. That's that was that. different yeah different it doesn't i don't feel like it has like a discussion or, around it that's necessarily true. but it's that's like true. it's interesting to think about mm-hmm. yeah. all right listeners what do you feel like you photograph the most uh and maybe like me you have a lot of photos of yourself but like what would be your number two then you know or maybe i don't know you know yeah how Who weird knows? would it be if somebody responded and they were like Photos of Zach. Yeah. <laughs> Photos of Zach is what I have the most of on my phone. Oh, wow. <laughs> be terrifying. I would. And it's someone you don't know. You know, I would, I'd be okay to have a conversation with that person and just see what's happening in their, in their mind. Uh, but listeners, this is our, our podcast. Uh, thank you for joining us. And uh, thanks for letting us be just a little goofy at times, but also have those serious discussions, uh, specifically today about Peter and his faith and how that... He was redeemed and, and all the good stuff. Like, you know, it's, it's an equal blend. I feel like we talk about the serious and the not so serious. All right. Uh, I feel like I'm supposed to tag something on here. Listeners, we'd love to see you Sunday. Check out vcbc.org for more. Make sure you're subscribed to the podcast if you enjoyed it. And uh, I promise there are, there are better ones than this one out there uh, out of 102. But that'll be our podcast for today. Crystal, would you mind to pray for us to end it? Sure. Bow your head and close your eyes. Dear Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for all that you do for us. Thank you for the opportunity to worship you and just come and study your word. Um, As we go through this week, uh, just remind us of your greatness and help us to be humble and seek your glory above all else. In Jesus' name, amen.